Live from Genghis Cohen in the heart of Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show! Tonight we have a very special guest from All American Rejects, star of The House Bunny and an upcoming solo project, Tyson Ritter! With us as always, our head writer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. And now, the Sultan of Sandwiches, the Baron of Buffalo Wings, the man himself, Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yabba dabba you! What's going on, guys? Wow. How we doing? Yeah. That's Mike Black. That He is our announcer. He uh, oh, he brings uh, the yeah. power of a thousand winds. We're at a monster <laughs> truck rally. <laughs> yeah. Went from Literally. Genghis Cohen, really nice and intimate, to just full-on arena-packed filled. Sunday, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Full on. He really does it. I wasn't expecting it. You need need that. You need that kind of energy. Hype man. He is. Full on (laughs) hype man. He fucking goes for it. It's amazing. Uh, Tyson, you are uh, a wonderful fella for coming out to come sit with us and and, uh, and chat and have this nice chat. Thanks Uh, for having me. Well, thanks, man. What's been going on? What's happening in your life currently? What's currently Currently? Like what, today? What happened today? What were you Uh, working on What happened today? Today, I I went clean. Climbing ripped my toenail off. Uh, oh my holy God. shit! Yeah, it's a big day. Yeah. It's a big day. Rock climbing. I started this rock climbing thing. It's it's fucking. Wait, like no, on, hang on. on. Real rocks real or like rocks the fake or the walls? Fake, yeah. No, no, God, fake Jesus. Walls. I'll never, no, no. <laughs> no chance of getting splat at, at the end of my ascension. No. So Whereas, other than that, I'm peachy. Are you, you know? you're working on, you're which, working on which new music? Which was it, though? Um, it was uh, as my second to the big toe, so Ooh. don't worry. Okay. The middle finger and of the toe. And it came right, right. off. Yeah. Total, it literally came off as I went into the climbing gym. It wasn't even a part of the climbing. Oh. oh I was... Yeah. It Just was on like, its own, out of oh. fear. Yeah, it was like it was like we shouldn't do this. Ah, I sacrificed myself for the foot. <laughs> And did yeah. you still go climbing? Yeah, no. totally. What totally. the fuck? You yeah, like a sock up. accident. Okay, let me just say this right now, just in case my girlfriend is listening to this episode. If I ever, ever, or manager, anybody that professionally yeah, you don't works have with a me or my girlfriend. Okay, listen. <laughs> yeah. If on, anybody man. that I know that's close to me is listening to this, if my toenail ever comes off, I'm canceling everything I'm doing for the rest <laughs> of the, the right. month. I'm not doing anything. I'm just yeah. going to cry That's and hide. That's a bad health sign. My That's friend Jay Craig in elementary school, <laughs> one of his toenails fell off one day and his hair was starting to fall out. <laughs> oh, no. The nurse called his parents, found out they'd been feeding him nothing but Twinkies. <laughs> for how just, long? Oh, uh, like a month. Oh, they my were like, God. How many looked, Twinkies have you had in the last month? He, he was sound in diet. fourth grade and he looked like he had full-blown AIDS. Oh, no. And so they, they were like, you're feeding him real food or we're going to intervene from now on. Holy Jesus Christ. He barfed in front of me and it was like a big wad of gray foam. <laughs> and when it hit the ground, it went Oh. And it burned the pavement. Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, if, um, if you're ever involved in rock climbing, it's because little people are trying to climb you. That's the only way it's going to happen. My oh, friend oh, Ronnie no. had uh, no. two thumbs on each hand. If wow. we're talking about, I think that what? was a segue from toenails. That's awesome. Yeah, that's are you serious? Cool. Yeah, we, he had two and, thumbs on each hand. Yeah, and he, he had, had a really fingers. clever nickname. Um, it was Ronnie Two Thumbs, which was funny because he had four. Four thumbs. Yeah. I just thought it was yeah. a. I couldn't believe that. Thinking back now, that's he was great. Ronnie Two, two thumbs. thumbs. Was he really successful at hitchhiking? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no, but he could open pickle jars like a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh my god! We got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, totally. Uh, so you're working on on new music right now, away from uh, like a solo thing. Yeah, or a new yeah. Thing? Well, the rejects. Uh, we that's kind of like it's great. This is the 15 year anniversary this mm-hmm. year actually of our first record, and we're kind of just like 
Well, why don't we just celebrate the fact that we have a legacy and uh, let's let's ride that coattail for a couple minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And in that time, uh, we you know we've disbanded into different uh, different areas of our lives. Where my, my drummer's got a brewery now, and uh, mm-hmm. Nick, my uh, partner for forever, is riding in Nashville doing that shit. And I stayed out. I went out to L.A. against my own thought. I always thought when you move out to L.A. that. You know, Winona Ryder tried to date you and would ruin your music. And so, <laughs> sure. Well, that was I, a pattern. For that a was a time. huge pattern. Yeah. I was like, seriously yeah. afraid. Or like you would get golf clubs in your hand and then Alice Cooper. We all know what happened there, too. Yeah. So yeah. it was just sort of like uh, I was afraid of L.A. But now that I've I kind of embraced it, uh, music's coming to me in a totally different way. Yeah, Alice Cooper wow. now in Jesus Christ Superstar on television. Yeah, he's That's playing he's uh, King Herod in the Jesus Christ Superstar television wow. musical. Of Yeah. Two word review, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Pretty <it's> something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, that to, to come out to uh, to LA, you know, to, like, uh, were you already, uh, when you moved out here, was it after the band or were you? No, nah, it was, yeah, it was in 2009 I came out here. It was after we, okay. we had a song you called. You around for 10 years at that point. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. I was always afraid of it. I always mm-hmm. knew LA was like dangerous so we moved to a retirement <laughs> i'm from oklahoma originally yeah. we moved we moved to a, a retirement community in florida because mm-hmm. it just <laughs> seemed safe less chance yeah. of totally. rider showing up yeah totally yeah <laughs> well no and just the, the the fact that you know la was always this thing of like lore it was like don't move out to la it's uh it'll swallow you whole and you know the nightclub scene a lot more and dangerous stuff to do with money if you have it right here. no 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 yeah there's like that bit of a thing and so yeah i always kept that uh, safe distance and then finally when i was like 26 I, I came out here i was like okay i'm gonna do the la thing and first year i was here i met a girl that was just crazy um but <laughs> not the odds in well, los angeles it's right? funny i thought she was crazy but actually it was me that was just crazy for her and she didn't she wasn't into it at all but oh, she kept no. she like kept me around like this poisonous oh, uh, oh i've met yeah, her yeah, we've yeah. dated oh, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it's like yeah. a rite of passage you yeah. meet yeah. that girl in la mm-hmm. sure, or yeah. that person in la and uh, yeah, so I ran away to New York for a year and I was like, screw LA. And then I was like, man, New York is just like a giant concrete jungle. I can't deal with it. Finally came back, found a way to make my roots. And my secret was just staying in Los Feliz. Like, I didn't go to Hollywood anymore. Smart. Like, mm-hmm. I thought Hollywood was like, I was like, wow, everybody wants me to come out and like hang out and uh, every and night this is great yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. do anything but pay for other people's drinks this yeah. is great <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then Man. i wised up and now i'm like a hermit in my pad and it's yeah. great yeah uh, that, i wish i'd met you when i moved yeah. to la because yeah. it's like that's all what you just said in the last five minutes would have saved me about eight years of bullshit. Yeah, man, it's you know? such bu- Oh, See, eight years. You put in some time. I put it, yeah. I, put so it I did in like nine time. months, and I, I was like, up. all right, that's <laughs> it. I grew up in Southern California, so I never had any of that. <laughs> right, like, yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing this any of that. This is just home, yeah. man. <laughs> why would I want to do... Just go I know, home and get he some lives, sleep. You live <laughs> where? Where do you live? I'm in Montebello. You live in Montebello. Yeah. And you've lived in like Whittier and Montebello for your entire life. Well, I went to college in Pennsylvania, but... Right, yeah. So I spent six years in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Which is the not as fun as LA. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a bit of a there's a bit of a town. A, Love Pittsburgh. I, I bit of a curmudgeon energy yeah. to the to that zone, man. Yeah. In, in LA, I've lived in nine like different nine, parts places? of yeah. L, yeah, LA. I lived in Westwood. I lived in Northridge. I lived in Encino. 
Uh, Did a nickel up studios. in Chino. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Studio City. I lived right yeah. in the middle of Hollywood. And like the place that I've been at for the last almost 10 years is uh, uh, like a nearby the Hollywood Bowl, but up in the hillside where oh, it's quiet. Oh, Well, no, yeah. no, no. It's like... La di da. No, but yeah. on the on the Kawanga Pass, you know where the Kawanga Pass yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So it's really quiet. There, all my neighbors are really quiet. Everybody, no one fucking bothers. Yeah, they're me. quiet. You're yeah. not quiet. I have but a piano. Quiet. I have a piano in my kitchen, and I sit there and play at like two in the morning. And no one has ever once complained that I'm playing the piano in the middle of the night. No one fucking bothers me. The, nice. Like. Everyone has been very cool. Like, and my dogs bark and shit. And like, no one fucking says anything. <laughs> it's They're great, all, right? It's when really you can nice. find your solace well, it's in this solid, quiet, monstrous city. You had yeah. neighbors that were in the Wu Tang Clan that apparently threw parties <laughs> that the cops would come to every week, oh. and that's why they don't complain about you. The yeah. RZA, the RZA had a, a place in our <laughs> complex. Oh, just a little side note: the RZA, like yeah. Party Central, just happened to be upstairs. Yeah, yeah. right. And so yeah. everybody yeah. was comparing that, that mess yeah. to you. Okay, a guy got yeah. a guy got you stabbed. Can, you, I was gonna say you <laughs> can kill people. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and rip their flesh off and have yeah. them screaming bloody murder, and it's still nothing to do with the bass bleed into yeah. Miss, right. Shoot, yeah, 100%, Miss, percent, man. Exactly. Miss Petrie's uh, yeah. you know, floor apartment. Yeah, no, no. It, it definitely, right when I moved in, it was like, uh, you know, the, the, everyone was like, oh, be careful, you know, top floor. That's all Wu Tang. What, what are you and playing? What are you playing? You did a music video at 2 a.m. What are you playing? What am I playing on the piano? Yeah, 2 a.m. Uh, like the, 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 other two night, the other night, I made, I did, I did a, a little thing, I did like six songs on Instagram where I played like six songs in a row mm-hmm. um, I did uh, Nine Inch Nails Closer okay so you're not just doing can, no, you didn't just I do did like The Bare Necessities from oh. from Disney whoa I talk did, about uh, a pivot you weird, did What You Say pivot. I did What You Say by uh, oh, somebody uh, tuned in Ray Charles oh, you were right? in there huh 2am you're like ah what's Steven doing you like got your alerts <laughs> yeah. on for him <laughs> Steven's playing six songs honey wake up it's <laughs> a concert <laughs> I did a Radiohead and I did a. Did you do Creep? Is that what you? No, did? no, I did High and Dry. I've seen him do Creep at the W when yeah, that shit was popping. Yeah, we used to on. do yeah. that at the W. Do you not miss that like more than anything? Uh, that like was that was a Sunday night hang. What happened to it? It's not doing it anymore. I, I don't no. remember. Well, she, Brenna's not there anymore. Okay. Brenna yeah. Whitaker, this incredible yeah, she was voice. Great. Um, still is. Um, she's still, better. She's still I, I jumping around. Yeah. Oh, became, oh right, yeah. right, right, right. Here, what was crazy was they had a doorman at the front, and they if you walked up and you'd go, oh, I'm, I'm here to see the jazz night, they would go, yeah, sorry, we're full. And then every once in a while, someone would walk up and they would go, you're welcome to come in. And they kept it like really private. It was the, the lobby of the W. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd have like David Beckham there. You'd have David yeah. Beckham. You'd have Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. You'd oh, have, really? I don't think oh, I caught oh, yeah. the the, Beeb, the Biebs. Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, you, uh, a bunch of the people from like The Voice or American Idol. It was kind um, of a thing. It was a bit of a scene yeah, for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. But it was like enjoyable. It didn't feel like LA. It felt like we like were yeah. all reverting back to some golden era. Yeah, it was like and almost. And then that all went to shit. Too, <laughs> it was too good to too good to last. Right. You know, it like because it was star. free. It was free for people mm-hmm. to go to and and like to get a seat in this giant. Fu- I mean, the room was packed. With I like always four said two hundred three, bro. Yeah. Room two hundred three. 
Oof. That's I how mean, I got in. Oh no, I know. Oh, yeah, I, know. I didn't. I, I, didn't, I, I, I go. Going. I'm a fucking guest oh, at yeah. the W. <laughs> they would, they if they were like me. trying to be like, "Who are you? are you on the list?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm on the list of I paid three hundred dollars for my room. Let me in. Yeah, let me into the fucking hotel." <laughs> they let me uh, the sing there a couple times, uh, like you at least like, three or four times, and you that's where we met because we would do shows. And we, we, they would like bring me up, and I would do like creep or I. I like, thought this guy. I was like, something. this guy's totally gonna do some Skinnerd or this guy's gonna do like some Seeger, and he's like doing creep. I did nothing. Nothing compares to you by uh, Sinead <laughs> O'Connor one night. You you got that. But they had a full girl. size band with an orchestra like behind us, and they would play anything you can think of. It was, like, they were, the it was so much fucking fun, man. Totally, man. I had my birthday there one time, and I yeah. uh, I brought uh, Jeff Ross and Craig Robinson and Matt and uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of friends and family, and. Um, Macy Gray got up and sang and yeah. DJed for right. a while. I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, it man? was in, it was a cesspool of culture, and then it all just exploded. Like mm. Brenna got a like a new deal, I think, at the Troubadour. or Yeah, somewhere. there was something something, something happened. happened. There was uh, a fight. See. There was a fight. Might have been a fight. There was a, maybe a they tried to move fight. somewhere else Probably. and it's never the same. Probably. Totally, yeah. and they, they were they, making they hand over fist on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's too. It's too. Yeah, things like that. Every once in a we're while, we're officially like promoting the W, aren't we? Like right now, it's well, like oh, but no, what the W was, but it's yeah. gone. Not right? Anymore, yeah. yeah. Well, like we now uh, it's just a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, that's so sad. But it does happen, though. You know, it happens weirdly in L.A. that every once in a while, a uh, one room, some weird mm-hmm. room somewhere gets Sayers super Club. fucking hot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You had They're, all those things, man. Those all those things. When well, LP was like every night at the Sayers Club. We're I'm making Gagas Cohen the new W. I think it's, it you know, maybe we, we reupholstered the pews. <laughs> maybe get some hymnals behind the back seats like, and we just do some church up in this Because the food is fantastic here and it it's like a good. cool venue. Second to none. Come here, yeah. Hey, I know we got a lot of artists and a lot of musicians that listen to the nighttime show and have uh, been on the nighttime show, but I'll tell you what a lot of them are missing. They're missing merch, okay? And it is very easy to have an amazing merch store with artist shops by Threadless. Just add your art to hundreds of clothing, accessories, and home decor items in just minutes. Plus, it's fully customizable so you can make your shop totally unique to your style. But the best part is, here's the best part, it's 100% free to sign up. Zero minimums, zero monthly fees. You even set your own prices so you can control how much money goes into your pocket. And with millions of dollars paid to artists to date, there is a lot of moolah to be made, okay? Artists, designers, podcasters, free up all the time that you'd be spending at the post office, shipping, dealing with customer service, and put it towards what you love, being creative, okay? Threadless takes care of the rest of it. And with 100,000 shop owners and 4 million users, just join the party. Head to artistshops.com forward slash SKG to sign up right now. That's artistshops.com forward slash SKG. SKG to sign up right now. Also, the Nighttime Show partnered with Threadless. So whew, we have something amazing. You need to go check it out. We got mugs, shower curtains, uh, I mean, T-shirts, sweaters, anything you can imagine. We have it for sale. Nighttime Show style. Go check it out. It's thenighttimeshow.threadless.com. That's thenighttimeshow.threadless.com. And check out our store with all of our cool stuff. It's so awesome. Let's get back to the show. You um, you do um, a night. Uh, they have an emo night 
uh, in, I worked. I've worked a little bit with uh, with, those, with right? Babs in that game because yeah, they're just great kids, man. They um, people go. I say crazy. kids, but they're like they're. I mean, they, they, 47. Well, they're, they're 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 kids, but they like have the mentality of like they're just movers and shakers, man. It's yeah, like yeah. a next. It's that Gen X. Oh, you yeah. know, Gran Turismo uh, playing all those video <laughs> games their childhood. They have their, their synopsis are like electric, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm like eight steps behind. I'm like, what are you talking about? Cross-pollinating <laughs> social media. The fact that you are yeah. integrating an Instagram questionnaire at the end of this, literally, I'm having trouble even understanding <laughs> yeah. what, what that, that thing is. in your hand That's is. That's weird, right? It's, it's a, a phone, little, right? Yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah. Did you see that weird. today that they came out with the... Now text oh, yeah. the, the text only text, text and phone, and phone, phone only, only. Phone. dumb yeah. phone is what yeah. they're calling yeah. the dumb phone the I dumb love phone. that yeah I love that I like people are just pulling out their old Nokia's going you mean this old thing yeah yeah, yeah. the thing we all had <laughs> I would totally I would away. get yeah. one of those that sounds my wife but thinks I'm an idiot sna- I'm can one you play one. snake on it that's the only thing <laughs> right right yeah. Minesweeper <laughs> and snake are come with it no but I was just thinking I was like I'm totally gonna get one of those so I don't lose my fucking phone when I go out to dinner anymore yeah just for that simplistic moment of. You know, yeah. Now, did you meet your wife out here in L.A.? Or? No, I actually, it's a terrible story of, of like, <laughs> it just sounds so trendy. Uh, I met my wife on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, which is just weird to me. That gives uh, you know what, like five years ago it was hope. weird, but now I guess it's, no, it's now I guess like, oh, that's Becoming totally standard. normal, yeah. man. Sure. Did, I met, I met, uh, I met so her through an exchange of Did you slide into letters. her DMs or did she slide into your DMs? Uh, I slid into her DMs by, I, I said, uh, I said, here's my number. I dare you to call me. Boom. Oh. Whoa. Boom. Right? Keep it in her corner. And now, it was so cocky. Was she like was, was she somebody move. known on Twitter or is Slant. she just like a random person? Uh, she was uh, I, I had like not dated for two years and I looked on the TV and she was on this stars television show and it was just coming out and I was like, Who's this girl? I don't know who this girl is mm-hmm. and I stalked her and looked her up. And then I just was like, boom. I heard Adam Duritz was dating Emmy Rossum the week before. I was mm-hmm. like, You fucking kidding me? Yeah. And that guy yeah. gets yeah. to date her? <laughs> he dated every chick on yeah. Friends yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Fast forward 20 years later, the same guy, same guy. with the bald spot and the yeah. dreads. Yeah. Yeah. Not that bald spots are bad. I love your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Steven. Hadn't been relevant for 15 years at it, least. It just, it, let's well, be not, honest. It was well, a really, that, like, I think he's 60. It was a really, really, really long Rossum. December. The oh man's 75 God. years old. He's 80, he is, and he's uh, dating Emmy Rossum from tweeting her on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, shit. I'm just gonna do one of these fires in the dark. It was my birthday, That's a, my 28th uh, birthday. I was like, you know what? I'm fucking lonely, <laughs> and, I, and I sent it out, and it was. Uh, it, no, was, wait, uh, was it, it was fate. That's no. a short May it long It wasn't Winona Ryder, was it? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was Winona Ryder. Yeah. So, Winona uh, Ryder on Twitter. So your wife was, was on... Three uh, Stranger uh, Things, too. So she was like, you know what? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, so wanted, who is your wife then? Uh, her name's no. Elena Satine. Mm-hmm. Elena Satine. And um, she, yeah, she's like, she's been on... What was the show A whole bunch on? of stuff. She was on this... Her uh, name sounds suspicious. She might be catfishing you. I haven't met her yet. She was on this... The star show was called Magic City. And then... And um and then yeah she's 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 doing her thing and she's doing great so uh, awesome yeah so oh, now we live in a lame yeah, we're all yeah yeah we're with all Jeffrey Dean Morgan hooked up yeah oh he's yeah. great Negan oh yeah your wife is dead. very very cool <laughs> <laughs> I love <that. laughs> she's on Twin in case Peaks you weren't aware she's on she Twin Peaks on, yeah, yeah okay. that's, totally what I, that's what I know her from totally I, so I know she's on Twin Peaks that she talk backwards all the time at home is that yeah talk about talk about going through a trip that show. Jesus. Yeah. 
Like I went I've, to the I've never done thing. drugs, but I've Did seen Twin really? Peaks, and I feel like it's basically the same thing. Oh, man. I went to... You've never done drugs. No. I, no. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. The complexion is... Like, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so we went to the Twin Peaks premiere, and that was literally like... It was a four-hour premiere. Yeah. And so we... Like, it was crazy, because the theater is totally packed, and uh, by the end of it, I remember, like... I think it, it premiered at Cannes and it got like a standing ovation and in LA of course wherever it was everybody it was just like is it Cannes? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, no, did I say you, it wrong? As soon as I hear that word I just think of William Shatner screaming Cannes in Star uh, Trek 2. And I immediately <sighs> thought you were referring to Comic Con. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys, you guys <laughs> totally are conners, you aren't you? <laughs> are you guys, you guys conners? You Let's nerd. talk about you shit you nerdy want to talk about. This guy's <laughs> quiet over here with the, he had the biggest biggest intro <laughs> and he's like taking it back so he's like i don't give a fuck about this la garbage conversation <laughs> i don't really either let the next thing if we go to traffic you should just ask me to leave look i want to hear how did you uh, get started in music because you grew up uh, in oklahoma ah man. Uh, man let me paint a picture for you mm-hmm. i was uh, i'm a trailer house boy from oklahoma um when i was 14 my uh, my folks got a divorce and my dad had this um he had this uh, this other wife and i just could not stand her and so i asked him if i could stay in this trailer house by myself mm-hmm. you know he had it wasn't it's like ten dollars a month for the rent yeah. it wasn't anything nice and he was like yes and i was like we were both under this negotiation that no one would let anyone else in the family know <laughs> and um and so i he gave me like 60 bucks a month uh to li- to eat off yeah. of and luckily i had a girlfriend that was and unfortunately, my girlfriend was two years older than me, so she basically just turned into like my chauffeur mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I found music in that solace, and um, and I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And um, I met my buddy Nick, who come, came from a totally different side of the tracks. We kind of fused together in this one moment of desperation of like, all right, we're either going to go to college, which... Nick tried that because he was two mm-hmm. years older than me and like, you know, he, he was taking music courses and he was like, I'm literally going to school for, for no what reason. I'm already he was doing. Yeah, yeah, and I have a really big thing about people that go to school to learn how music because for me, it's yeah. like, I yeah. think it's dangerous. It's like, well, why would you go to mu- music school to learn? It's like being taught how to paint. Yeah. It's yeah. like, why doing? the fuck? If, if you want me to tell me how to sh- take a photograph or how to use a paintbrush... You're just showing me your way. And dude, I, I have uh, a really yeah. big, I have a problem with instruction when it comes to that shit. Dude, a girl I know just I'm a crappy me, songwriter, that's why. <laughs> a girl I know just told me that her, bo- that her ex-boyfriend is attending Columbia University to get his master's degree in acting. Yeah. Sweet. So he'll never work. I was like, why the fuck? So he wasted eight castable years. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you said <laughs> bachelor's or you yeah. like, yeah, uh, it's interesting. Hundreds of thousands of so dollars. So much debt. Totally. Yeah. To, to get Nothing a degree like starting out as an actor with a shitload of debt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting with acting because I think it's a different thing because the craft is something you spend your lifetime pursuing. If, and if you yeah. need sure. the outside influence, maybe. Juilliard, nah. some training maybe, a I, conservatory, yeah. but not, not I don't a know. master's I, Yeah, I guess, I guess it's all subjective. I, guess. I don't know. Uh, but so anyway, my buddy and I, we, we, grouped, we grouped up and we were sending demos out. We were listening to like the Get Up Kids, like all this sort of like Lawrence, Kansas music, like the Get Up Kids, like uh, Reggie and the Full Effect. It's probably stuff you guys have never heard of <laughs> or listened to. But um, there was this like little indie rock scene that was coming out that Doghouse Records out of Cleveland, Ohio was a part of. We sent out an unsolicited uh, five song CD that we were like we had been touring as a two piece band with a Casio machine as a drummer <laughs> Holy um, shit. Texas Kansas 
bars right. and Oklahoma bars. And the niece of the owner, Dirk uh, Doghouse, pulled our, our our CD that we sent unsolicited out of the trash, took it home for the weekend, and she came back on a Monday. She said, you have to listen to this. And they flew down to Tulsa and saw us play for nobody with our Casio drummer. And they signed <laughs> us right there. Wow. And Holy it was shit. just like... I was going in my senior year next year, and I, you know, first thing I did was like grab a Doghouse Records T-shirt, and I'm like walking through school <laughs> with just the birds out. Like, yeah. I'm out of here, everybody! I made it, and like I hadn't made shit. Like, this <laughs> yeah, was like right. this yeah, was yeah. literally like you know, uh, you know, just a tiny little record company. Is that still one of those record deals where like? You basically pay them to put out your album, almost like, like the, the. No, no, no. It was it was legit. They gave <laughs> us like we had ten grand to pl- to record the record in New York City. It was Amazing. like this. It was that's, enough, man. That's half an hour in a studio. Oh, New York, right? totally yeah. right. That studio day rate's like yeah. two grand, especially back in two thousand two, before yeah. everybody had their garage bands. I mean, right now we're. F- I mean, you guys have a mixer. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could you could do it with even less, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like. Uh, that was a big deal for us That's and it, yeah. and we were still just we hadn't we thought it, we were set and we recorded in new york city and we got like one of these last after the record was in the can all of a sudden you know this was when radio still had a little bit of power yeah so tulsa tulsa radio was like celebrating a hometown section yeah. on sundays we had a song called swing swing that they played and the, the program director used to work at K-Rock LA mm-hmm. and he showed it on the off chance hand to, to Kevin Weatherly who was the PD at the time of mm-hmm. the K-Rock and he started spinning on Sunday in a cage match and it won every week for like 10 weeks or something. Holy shit. And then Damn. all of a sudden like Warner Brothers and Capital and all these like they hear it. Every yeah. every complete big suited you know shithead was like calling my house calling our <laughs> yeah. my mom's house asking asking to try to get us out west you know it was so weird like sylvia roan this woman is like the oprah winfrey of uh of of the record i forget what 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 her what their company Tidal was it was a big one yeah. um and like she they signed like third eye blind and all those things back in the day and they had the whole prince catalog like it was a big i forget i can't like believe bmi I or something or, something yeah. So she's like calling and she's just got this, hey baby, it's, it's Tyson there. I was just trying to see if we can get him out west, you know. We, and, they, and so for that summer, after we recorded this record, we flew like 50,000 miles, met everybody on the whole tree. And this isn't coming from, I'm not pivoting from like a braggadocious place. Yeah. This was so fucking surreal. Yeah. Well, I was 17 yeah. and these guys that are like 50, 60, like, you know, coming and playing the new Bruce Springsteen record, Ch- Charlie Walk, this is great, this is great. So Charlie Walk, we're, he's he's kind of one of these uh, man. I hate to say it, complete garbage human that um, <laughs> is is now under allegations for sexual yeah. uh, harassment, abuse in the in the in the mm-hmm. in the whole system on the music side. See, everybody right. thinks it's just the movie business no, that's no, getting it's all, taken it's all down. The business. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's there, there it's are assholes. Industry. There yeah. are executives yeah. and assholes in an industry that nobody really cares to promote because I guess you know it's not it doesn't make the flashy headlines. Right. So yeah. he's under fire right now. So it's I I have no remorse in sort of yeah. saying that this guy is literally the reason why people write songs about how shitty the record business. is. <laughs> <laughs> this was his pitch when we walked into his mm-hmm. office. Right. So we called this place. They were like, oh, you're going to the Death Star, which was like Sony or something wow. like that. It was yeah. like Sony. They had the big Death Star. Uh, the They called it the Death Star because it has a window that literally looks like a cutout of the yeah. Death Star, which is like, the, you know, the sign of the times when you walk in. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Is this where we want to be? <laughs> yeah. 
We go into his office and see these people back in the day, they had a spiel to close on kids, like, like especially mm-hmm. young bands. So it was always about like with, um, with, uh, with another record company, it was like they sent Matt Pinfield out. Yeah, and yeah. like to have him introduce you in nowhere fucking Kansas and you're like, oh my God, Matt Pinfield is, which Matt Pinfield is totally rad. Yeah. But like yeah. right. he was the closer for like yeah. bands because yeah. it was like the move. It was the power move, right? Other record companies were like, here, here's a fistful of cash. Go to the strip club, which mm-hmm. right. that That's was, I, my first strip move. club was the body shop in yeah. LA. I mean, okay. it was, yeah. I mean, it was a rude awakening. I, I, I don't go to those establishments. They frighten me now because they're <laughs> sort of, it's a weird sexualized culture, the strip club thing. But, um, so I go into Charlie Walk's office and the guys, the guy literally has a smirk on his face. Like he, like he, owns the place you know and he uh he starts he's got a basketball in his hand and the first thing out of his mouth we're walking we're like hey man what's up you know like sit down it's totally like uh you know totally straight out of the page of like that thing you do you know mm-hmm. yeah. and we're like bright-eyed and ready and he like he's got his ball his basketball in his hand. he's like hey i want to put the ball throws it at me <laughs> In, in your court. Oh, you see this phone? I break five of these phones a day. Throws the phone against the wall. <laughs> hey, give me another phone, Sylvia. <laughs> like the biggest cock show I've ever seen in my life. And it was real, dude. I literally was looking around at everybody else in our band going, is this guy, is this a cartoon? Am I watching a movie? Where's the fucking, where's the camera, man? I think this is like a punked. Um, because it was popular back then. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you have a full oh. band at this point, or was still just the we two were? Of you? Yeah, we were a full band, um, and we were just because you got completely signed as a culture shock to New York oh, City man. for oh not only God, that we're from that Oklahoma. So we're like, amazing. man, we just been playing Texas. Yeah, you spent like the last few years living basically in a Tom Waits album cover, <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly you're in Manhattan dealing with like this guy doing just power moves. Seriously, in like, the death like if that guy was literally gonna, I was imagining like he was gonna pull around and be like, "Here's a plate of cocaine, kids. Watch <laughs> <Yeah>. this." <laughs> Here's a plate. Here's a here's a bunch of cash. I'm gonna burn right now yeah. in front of you. Seriously, I like, like all my contracts signed in blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't mind. But what was the only godsend was we had this older the guy I lived with at the time. He was posing as our acting manager, and so we're like, well, whatever Brian says. His name was B Rob, and B Rob <laughs> B Rob is like this artistic savant. Like yeah. he he knew nothing about business or anything. He owned a secondhand store that I worked for him at. So he was like oh, our no. guy going around telling people like, hey, you want to talk to the rejects? You got to talk to me. <laughs> and he literally got in a like hour and a half conversation with like, this is a guy who like signed Springsteen. And he's like, man, I don't care what you say. And I'm like, I remember just being like, I had my first martini next to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I saw one of those and I'm like, just like literally just shit eating grin going, this is the best dinner I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and he's like talking to him. He's like, it's got to be, <laughs> this is his negotiation tactic. It's got to be 60% art. 40% business or we're walking away from the table. <laughs> like, like that's something you can that's, quantify yeah, like, not only in contract. air. Yeah. What? Like, that's and the what guy, he said yes. is the negotiation? Wow. It was like, no, it wasn't a numbers talk at all. This is this was about the art, man. And he was going to walk on that. And, yeah, yeah, he, that's right. He, is, and, he goes, he goes, we can do 65% Seriously, <laughs> the guy, no, the guy literally just sort of like looked at me because I'm just like... Living on the table, like waiting for anyone to answer, because I'm like, yeah. that sounds like yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> yeah. So and he's like, like a good ratio. We have a meeting next yeah. week, a phone <laughs> meeting. You and I. I'm going to say that on the phone call next yeah. week. And yeah. he, I, I don't do it. It'll shock Same. people. I will do it because the guy literally was <laughs> yeah. like, 
Oh, we can make that happen. <laughs> that is like, the right like, answer. Uh, it's that the is only the answer right to that answer, question. Yeah. Wow. Like, like, we know that the art get com- gets compromised because this is the big machine, yeah. but yeah. 60 40, or we're walking away. <laughs> that's, that's doable. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, So, that was like, a bit of the courtship. I think I just like ran through like a slip and slide version of like what, <laughs> like the greatest hits of my memories of that. Oh, but, my God. So, it was a whirlwind for a 17 year old boy, for sure. Is that where you ended up? No, hell no. No, we went. No, the only one that sold us was this guy named. Uh, well, Jeff Sosno found us uh, at a at a at a bar in Kansas City, and he's been my mentor ever since I was a kid, since, since that age on. But he brought us into DreamWorks Records, where there was this guy named Michael Goldstone who signed like Pearl Jam and started a lot of the grunge era stuff. And he promised sixty one percent art. <laughs> <laughs> no, he fell he fell asleep during. During the, the the meeting, that's and my we were like, move. we were like, wait, 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 hang on a second. What do you mean he? The, the guy from they were DreamWorks? showing us, yeah, they were showing us DreamWorks stuff. They were like, look, Papa Roach, Nelly Furtado, uh, and then he was like, oh, bad year to. It was, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, it was huge. <laughs> so, uh, and literally when he's like Who showing music videos, he the the guy the trying guy from to from DreamWorks. Yeah, 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 Mike Michael, uh, and he like. <laughs> He That's literally just, he was on his hand. And he just, and we left there going like, man, was that like a, was that like a move? That, that's the move. That's we were crazy. like so yeah. confused. That we're like, a fuck this. power move. This is like such an independent major label. Why not, man? Like the guy, the guy who's found us seems up. excited. Yeah. 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 We're like, maybe this is like, this is where we need to it's be. It's his wake yeah. up call right there. Uh, oh, some shit, man. Because either he did it on purpose or more frightening, he didn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like, yeah, no. either way, that's I don't a think power he did. Move. That's the funny <laughs> yeah. thing. I was like, man, the only way to remove yourself from a meeting is to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's why we signed with DreamWorks Records. And then wow. the rest was sort of a slip inside. Yeah. Wow. That's dude. awesome. I like that's that someone woke him and told him that you'd been signed. We stood up and he was still down, dude. That, I remember standing up to leave. It was kind of God. It was kind of great. Right, so I, I would be financially. I'm not going to ask exact numbers, but I mean, you were going from like sixty bucks a week for food or whatever it was, right, or a month. No, I remember. I remember exactly. This was like to like. Did you start making big money right away, or was it like a couple years down the road when you sort of blew up even well, you more? Can just then look you look at their album sales, and it's forty percent. Yeah, sixty. Yeah, it was forty oh, percent wow. against the art was uh, obviously protected with sixty percent. Yeah. Did you did you feel taken care of financially by by the way that we had were a handled? unique situation because we were getting fostered by an uh, independent record company that was you know obviously getting ready and they get their cut. They they got it. They got a nice yeah. piece. And but we for for kids from Oklahoma, it was like a it was enough to be able to like okay we can go, i can go to college mm-hmm. if yeah. this goes tits up now i can still, this was can, a great way because yeah. you know what, my parents were gonna help me so yeah. i it was always like especially after that first record like we sold we sold our records we had i had i remember i had like 40 grand in the bank mm-hmm. and i was like all right i can either take this and go back to osu because i'm we were just starting to get all this pressure cooker for like writing another hit yeah. jam or I can go work at Blockbuster and just protect it. Because I was like, you know what? I want to watch movies all day. Yeah. I want to work at Blockbuster. That was the only job I always said, you know what? At yeah. the end of the world, end of the day, I, I am going to work at Blockbuster, so help me God. And then they went out of business. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, right? I'm, I think they're going to come I back. Think, I, I think, think <laughs> people need choices, man. I think there's going to be some form of... Not maybe not blockbuster. Yeah, you guys are like, blockbuster. like no, Something dude, it's, might come it's back. not it's coming not back. Yeah, no. Netflix and Amazon. Like <laughs> GameStop is still around, mm-hmm. and 
there's got to be like a little thing going on with. I'm do we really not give a shit about physical movies no, anymore? Let me tell you wow. something. Me and I'm Mike. I'm pretty sure you're also the only I'm the person only who, made one a, <laughs> who made a blood oath that they were going to work at Blockbuster one yeah, day. No way. Mike, Mike, there. It's you not know that what? Great. By the way, Tyson, Mike, please Mike tell me somebody. Me. When I was a kid, I smoked copious <laughs> amounts of weed. Just please so tell that me was that somebody. Whole derivative. I was like, you know what? I can go to the bathroom. I can watch. I can watch Encino Man, and then I can. It is the ideal job of a certain age. Right. Totally. Just tell me of somebody else making your investment decisions for you like you're not doing that yourself oh right? yeah no i have an uncle larry okay it's great. good okay, good good thank, thank god you're totally, not thank god because blockbuster oh yeah. blockbuster pick is not a winner but I'll no, tell don't you worry i didn't I wanna... buy stock in blockbuster <laughs> me it was just I... more of a career choice damn it mike i was hoping me... i could get stock options as an okay. employee <laughs> mike and me both worked at blockbuster and i worked at hollywood video oh as the, well. last, yeah. the, the last pill, the last one of the, pillar was it the last pill was one of the last and I'll tell you what, I learned more about the uh, about movies and yep. film working at Blockbuster and Hollywood Video than I I did anywhere else. I, I mean, I have a more I was now as a grown-up, but I mean, for my Blockbuster getting the letterbox section. <laughs> I I hounded them. I was like, "We need letterbox movies." And they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was and I showed them and they were like, this is half the picture. And I was like, no, you've <laughs> no, been getting half the, the picture your whole life. Right. Oh, that's You don't funny. understand. And you mean it. I got, <laughs> did I tell you how I quit Blockbuster? Where are you from again? Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. Got, you tell me, you I got, tell yours. I quit I fired. I, I was like quit and fired simultaneously because <laughs> my manager, I mentioned wrestling for the first time when we were alone in the back doing mm-hmm. inventory stuff. And that was her thing. And I didn't know it. Okay. And I was listening to her story but the way she described it was weird she was like oh did you see last night's raw and i was like no i i missed it and she goes oh john cena comes into the ring and he's talking all this shit and then kane comes in and smacks the shit out of him then mankind comes in and beats him off and then i i'm already kind of laughing that she said mankind beats him, beats him off, him off. yeah she kept using that term. Then all these other guys came in. Beating and each half other. And were beating each other. Up. And she just kept saying it. And I'm just laughing at her. And she goes, oh, you don't really like wrestling. And then she leaves. And I was like, I just fucked up this job. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, what a simple. I was like, I don't think it's working out. She's like, I don't either. I think you need to go. And I was like, cool. Oh, that's <laughs> so, that's and then so I moved from brutal. Blockbuster to Dave and Busters after that. Uh, was, okay. You got to Colorado keep a was buster. Real big on Busters. <laughs> Still a thriving business, Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. When I worked, I worked at Blockbuster Video, <laughs> and uh, um, there uh, w- we were only allowed to rent four movies a week. <laughs> right. Like yep. And uh, I had watched wow. all my four movies already, mm-hmm. and I already seen my four movies, and there was a girl who was out of town, so I asked the manager on duty if I could use one of her movies so I could watch Terminator 3, mm-hmm. the one with the girl, the lady, yeah. Terminator, yeah. right? The Christina Termin- Locken? Yes. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, nice. I, the I, watched, I watched it. And I, I returned it the next day. And then a week later, the girl came back from being out of town. And she checked her account and saw that I had rented or someone had rented on her account. And I said, oh, no, I, I did that. And she said, uh, well, I'm telling management. Oh, and she like told the, our GM. And the GM was like, 
who what was the, who was the manager that agreed to that? Because that's a class A violation. It goes against oh, everything we stand as a company. <laughs> a. You can't you can't you know you know rent on someone else's account. I go. I'm not going to tell you who did it. So <laughs> so if you want to be mad at me, oh you, can you give so me you a, fell on the sword. I was for like, your was like for, well for the guy. Like the guy had hooked me up, and I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to screw over this other guy. And she was like, You have to tell us who it is. And I go. I don't have to tell you anything, so you uh, can you can give me a violation. I was like, but whatever, like you know, it's class A, dude. You don't want that shit on your record. So she it's goes, on your permanent she record. Goes, <laughs> it's a class A violation. I'm giving you a, a flag or whatever, and like flagged oh, me. And then uh, and then a week later, this the guy from Southern California comes in and goes. We need to have a talk and like sat me down. And was oh, like, like corporate who is the person? Mm-hmm. Who is the person that rented this to you? And I was like, I'm not gonna tell you. Forget <laughs> no, it. It's, it's not like an interrogation. I was like, it's not a big Say deal. Say his name. Robert I Mueller. I comes wouldn't in. do it. And uh, and then uh, they were like, Well, then you're fired. <laughs> well, and I was wow. like. I was like, fine, and they were like, "Take, give us your badge," and they took my badge off. Oh no! And, and I and I turned to the entire store and I went, I went. Well, I know what you guys are all thinking. You all think I'm gonna freak out? Oh, you, Jerry Maguire. Who's coming with me, Jenny? You coming? And I did this whole like big joke, and everyone laughed. Good and then you. I went to Hollywood Video and started working there. And then uh, I wish right you would have. I wish you would have grabbed the copy of Jerry Maguire yeah. before yeah. you left yeah. and go. But I'm taking this. I'm taking this. <laughs> I, I run into uh, that guy uh, a couple months later that I saved his job, and I go, "Oh, by the way, uh, just so you know, I like stood up for you." And uh, and he was like, um, "Oh, that's nice, but I don't work there anymore." And I was like, "Why not?" Oh. And he goes, "I got fired." And I go, "For what?" And he goes, "Stealing." <laughs> and I was like, "What were you? What'd you steal?" He goes. I stole six Xboxes. Oh, shit. Nice. So the reason corporate was trying to find out who had done it is they figured whoever is breaking code or breaking the rules may be the guy that is stealing. Beating them off. Yeah, so I I was protecting the guy. I was protecting the guy. And to to make a a very long story short, uh, years later, years later in Los Angeles, I got an audition for We Bought a Zoo, Cameron mm-hmm. Crowe's movie, and he was at the audition, and in the room, I told him the story that oh, I wow. did the Jerry Maguire thing, <laughs> and he thought it was very funny. And, and I you called, didn't I get the part. I didn't get the part. And we loved you, and we bought I, a zoo. I got a question um, for you about music, because you got oh, in at an interesting fine. time. You got in at, We got to talk uh, about House Bunny, too, though. Okay, we'll talk oh, about it in a minute. All right. Right. So you got in 99, you said, right? Sort of when you got yeah. your deal. So... That's right around the time when I look at music in that the album started dying and the single became king. Ooh. Sort of in that time period. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah. That that has the Strokes I remember it was like Strokes had that record. I think yeah. it was yeah. 99. And that was to me, yeah, maybe a like, benchmark like, moment the, like, of a little at, like, less. Like, I mean, the mid-90s, Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, which is a killer album, totally. right? Totally. But then after that, it started becoming like, oh, what's the big hit song that a band's going to come out with? Yeah. How oh. do you feel that that has impacted music? Like, does that impact oh. what you do now well, as a band? Well, it's funny you or? say that about, ni- about 99, 2000, being mm-hmm. that from your perspective. For me, it was almost like 2009, 2007, mm-hmm. where whatever that metric you're talking about was Mm -hmm. went into like this cartoon parody of itself yeah yeah because now it's it's seriously i mean i know i have a lot of friends that are that work for record labels now and perfect example i mean i don't want to i feel bad but uh the cash me outside girl Mm -hmm. yeah she got a song she got signed off of maury povich correct Mm -hmm. yeah um dr phil Dr. Phil. Forgive yeah, me. Yeah, right. Dr. Phil. I wish it was more. Although she should that be way better. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that or Springer. So yeah. that was literally 
everyone cha- like that was like oh shit we have to find and sign this girl we, like <laughs> yeah. that was like a, an arms race yeah for this cash me outside girl that was the thing that did it whereas when i was a kid when i put out music when I, back then it was about being cream like yeah. being the cream that rose like there were cage matches yeah. you remember like you'd you were dubbing cassette tapes yeah. you were waiting for that do- your jockey that you loved in chicago to play that th- that song that you had to wait a whole nother week just to see if it's going to survive mm-hmm. the cage match to get put into regular rotation next week yeah. music has become second tier to celebrity mm-hmm. and yeah. to popularity yeah. so now the instagram star and the um, you know the, the the flavor of the week on Doctor Phil for Christ's yeah. sakes that's happened across, are now musicians it's validated a, musicians that has happened across. I'm not the saying it's all business. that. I'm not saying it's all no, that. because that, the Cash Me Outside weird. girl also yeah. got a deal to go on tour doing stand up comedy. Oh shit! I bet she's funny. Which is though. a same <laughs> thing that's happened like in Arnold because I see that in, as a comic. We see that all the time, and that fame yeah. trumps talent. Every single oh, yeah. day. Well, the thing that I think is the saddest of all this is I'm like, you know, and is, you know, I've been around, you know, we've done this since 99 and, mm-hmm. you know, arguably, you know, I, 2009 was like our peak year. We had a number one single, Gives You Hell. And it was like, that was that I call that like, that's like the, the end beat of our legacy, mm-hmm. I consider. Um, and other bands in our contemporary, I feel of like there have had to, not had to but the way that they've tried to keep the thing going it, it, you see sacrifices to 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 uh accommodate this new culture that we have with mm-hmm. the pot not only popularity like you yeah. see bands doing like insta uh, facebook lives and insta stuff that you could tell are like want to put a gun to their head you know yeah, yeah. Uh, probably not topical yeah. uh, not the best way to describe mm-hmm. that but i understand um, what you mean no, yeah, yeah like true, like yeah. that hate life to have to do this like people that are having to sell their souls and to compromise their their fucking art their yeah. music yeah. just to accommodate and sound like the robots fucking on pop radio sometimes they're you know? only 40 percent art 60 percent business right those yeah. pieces of shit no <laughs> no I, I, that's yeah. giving them a lot of credit i'm yeah. not throwing yeah. anybody under the bus i think it's no, like the, it's, gotta, it's a choice you make it's, it's literally like the devil went down to georgia yeah and yeah. do you want the golden fiddle but the golden fiddle isn't made of gold anymore it's made of shit yeah. and you have to <laughs> wear it around like a hat mm-hmm. in yeah. front of your eighth grade birthday party oh. and that's how humiliating to me that shit is i don't know that's why i Um, mean i I I obviously have opinions you've (laughs) got to call the guy that wrote that song charlie daniels yeah Yeah. Yeah. we have a whole nother i got a pitch for this who i saw (laughs) what about bringing charlie daniels georgia charlie daniels 2018 made it made an an eighth grader wear a basis pile of shit around us as a cat (laughs) you tell me all american rejects and charlie daniels band together on tour can't reinvent the wheel check this out I saw Charlie Daniels in 1999 at the Orange County Fair. <laughs> we just played Daniels after Georgia. Charlie Daniels last summer, so Did don't you seriously. Oh Did hell you yeah, really? Dude. I would have gone to that show little, in a heartbeat if I'd known about it. It was for our armed forces, and um, his whole crew wear Charlie Daniels work shirts. So they li- and they're all 70. So. <laughs> yeah. This crew was like striking the stage before us, <laughs> and so we had to like wait 
yeah. for the Charlie Daniels crew <laughs> to like strike a stage and oh my god talk about watching some sweet paint dry <laughs> yeah. yeah wow uh, side note right yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I forget what we were talking who about else you, uh, <laughs> who else have you who else have you when you toured uh, did you had opening acts and did you have uh, like people and you opened like for band, people too did you yeah. open and you opened for people too like who did you open for and who we didn't do for a you? lot of opening when we were kids um, because our manager was so dead set on headlining it was like life was headlining we have to mm-hmm. get the people People that want to see you in the door because when because a lot of bands that's, what the, that's a yeah. that would have tactic, actually, a lot of bands yeah. that had like a one single especially like when you only had like one song like you see it with a lot of bands today and yeah. it's it's kind of it's uh, it's kind of comical because you're like they opened up for yeah yeah like a uh, biggest joke in the world is opening for the Rolling Stones yeah yeah like nobody um, cares I, nobody yeah. like 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 you don't you don't remember that band yeah. like you no, know right. if it pairs yeah. well you're like oh cool man that maybe that can be like this magical you know crux where you're like oh I remember that you know yeah, band only, of horses open for the Stones I I remember that out of all my concerts I only remember two opening bands that stuck with me as like oh this is a band that I want to find out more about and that's Static X I saw opening for Fear Factory oh. back before their first album came out I'm like they got something here yeah. uh, and then I remember seeing uh now their name slips my mind so it's on the one proof no, 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 in the pudding down. right there system yeah. down oh, okay. I saw open for Metallica wow. when the yeah. first album was coming out it's on the Summer Sanitarium concert that's a good pick. excellent and it was that like, works. And we're like okay I was like these guys have something I want to see more of yeah, yeah. no that's uh, that's a perfect that's a perfect example of, system of down from Montebello that. California but yeah no we opened for like the most random thing yeah. like uh, a really big Monica, a big moment for us was when we um we went out with Fallout Boy at the when we had uh, Move Along going, and that was like we were playing. We were just selling out arenas with Oof. them and Hawthorne mm-hmm. Heights, and it was like it was a great yeah. moment for yeah. the emo pop culture like phenomenon. Um, but then, like opening, we we were the band that could open up for Bon Jovi too, and that, that crowd got us too because mm-hmm. we had we had we've always been a confused pop rock band. Like we were never emo all the way because we had big radio songs. So mm-hmm. it's funny that. Like we're the bastards of of emo, and I love holding that trophy because yeah, yeah. it's a it's a fun place to be. You know, bad, that we did the Bionicle commercial. The bastards of emo is not a bad band name. That's my side project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my solo record. <laughs> I, I love your like those. I mean, you guys have so many great songs, but um, Thanks, the man. like the songs like you know gives you hell and and stuff like that. Like, man, oh man, when a fucking song hits a chord with people, literally. Yeah, it was like a big middle a song, finger for a it, lot of people. Oof, yeah. It really was, man. Like a lot of people, like it became an anthem for a lot of people that had felt like there wasn't a song that was expressing that. that the fuck would, you mentality, the fuck right? The yeah. mentality of like you, you know, you have a bad breakup and then what? Like every single breakup song is a sad breakup song. There's nothing. There was nothing yeah, and like that, And as a band, that, that's all we were writing, too. I mean, that's yeah. all, you know, Swing Swing was like the, a, a very sad song. Like, that was our first song. Uh, so, yeah, it was nice to finally write a song about, like, that asshole who, you know, yeah. you wanted I to just it. stick a CeeLo Green hadn't been around. Um, that's right. It was right before that. <laughs> yeah. It was right before his Fuck You yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. And it was a lot more lyrically here's a little more, accessible. Yeah, here's a little <laughs> more subtle about but, it. But, F-bomb. Uh, before yeah. we go live, I have to say something uh, because I would be... House Bunny, you want to Talk about? Remiss, okay. Yes, to not say it. We'll talk about House Bunny on the on the live stream. Uh, 
You, my friend, uh, there was a so there was a period of time for um, uh, many years. It was about four years where my sister was basically dying of Lyme disease, and she was on eighty five antibiotics and Jesus. meds a day with a drip straight to her heart, and it was horrifying. She was in uh, hyperbaric treatment mm. and, uh, and and seeing doctors every single like every single day and was bedridden like was having trouble speaking. Her hearing was all fucked up. It was a mess. She never should have jumped off that rock a third time. Oh, was- damn it, Matt. <laughs> no, no, Matt, stop. Seriously. <laughs> but she uh, slowly, slowly, slowly got better through the medications and through the treatments that she went through. And when we got her to like when she got to a place that she was doing well enough, she she wrote a book about about uh, getting sick and, and about beating it uh, called Limelight, which ended up uh, becoming a, an audio book with Natasha Leone from uh, uh, Orange is the New Black did the audio book for it. Oh, and cool. it, it made it into Entertainment Weekly as like a ah. top top 10 uh, you know, audio book to listen to. It's a fucking great book. And she did a concert to like get back into the into the what she was doing before and got her band together, uh, Hey King, and like performed live on stage, and you headlined that show uh, as a favor to me and as a favor to her. Oh and, man, and no, we were happy to, dude. Do it. It, it was a fucking enormous ordeal, an enormous deal for my whole family that that you did that, and I can't thank you enough for doing it. We're happy to do it, man. So, Seriously, literally doing that uh, got the her doing that show with you and uh, Young Bloodhawk was on that show too, and a couple other bands. Yeah. But her being, but you headlined that show, but you doing that with her. Uh, got the attention of Ben Harper, who just recorded her new album. Uh-huh. So he produced the whole album and took her on tour for all of last year to oh open for Oh my God, that's amazing. So and that was, she's like well enough to be able to like yeah. do that. And she has a girlfriend and her girlfriend uh, is, sings with her in the band and plays drums in the band. And oh, it's like heart. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> great. It was great. So I can't thank you enough that's for that. That's amazing, man. All right, yeah, we got to no, go live. Good. We're going live. Here we okay. go. All right, we're... All right. we're we'll we're, do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do it live. Here we go. Shooting. All right, we're going to go... Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, we are... We're, we're live. Terrible time to have to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> you got 10 minutes. Hold on. 10 minutes to figure out how to yeah. pee under the table. Our, our last <laughs> podcast, I had to go, like, from the moment we started recording, and it was, like, an hour and a half, and I was like, oh, Shit, man! All right, so we are, we are, uh, we are live on. We're live. Talk out of the microphone. Okay, we're live on uh, Instagram with Tyson Ritter from All American Rejects and all sorts of other wonderful things. Um, we're in the uh, green light. Does it? It, does it, it yes. probably looks great. It actually looks yeah. really I have fucking jaundice. cool. <laughs> 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 um, one of the the first uh, questions that we had that we wanted to ask you about was House Bunny being mm-hmm. in the movie House Bunny. Uh, how did this happen? Tell us a little bit about. Tell us about the story uh, about this. I had just. Uh, Gotten, uh, got my house in LA, and my agent called and said, "Hey, do you want to, you know, do you want to read for this movie uh, for Adam Sandler?" And I was like, uh, I, I'm, "That sounds frightening." Yeah, sure. And they were like, "Okay, you got to be over the other side of town in an hour and a half." And I was like, "Oh shit!" So I printed the sides out. I was in. I was. I had been painting my kitchen. So I was like, I had paint on my hands and shit, and I just looked, I mean, I looked like a mess. I went over there, and I just remember just shaking, giving the audition, because it was, I loved Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Um, 
when it came out. It was like an immediate cult thing for me. And so Alan's right there, and, and Fred Wolf, the director, who's like, you know, an alumni writer for SNL. And so I read for them, and they were like, Zach Efron pulled out. You're totally the guy. I was like, <laughs> oh fuck my yeah. God, really? So suck on that, Efron. <laughs> Guess it didn't work out for you. Now, before you met your wife in LA, you might have had another chick say Zach Efron pulled out and you're the guy for oh, me now. Oh, oh wow. Uh, really, uh, really went for it, Matt. Yes. Uh, Mike, what is it? Did I get any approval or no? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. He's scanning his socials right now. Uh, Mike's falling asleep. Power move. I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> Power move. Um, uh, Power you've continued move. to do uh, lots of acting and, uh, and show up in movies. And, yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. The shows. acting stuff. Uh, what, what other shows have you done that you're uh, proud of? Um, I was really happy with my stint on Parenthood. That I mean, cast was incredible. People and, um, love you on Parenthood. It was a man. fun, easy role to slip into. It was kind of a lot like my stage persona. So uh, it was nice to be the ego band asshole and yeah. to do it alongside, uh, you know, uh, Mae Whitman and uh, Dax Shepard and, uh, you know, Mr. Crosby. It was uh, it was cool, man. Um that's so I loved I loved that show and dude the fan base for the parent for parenthood is insane it like, was people and it was go, actually it was actually Peter Krause I, I remember I was smoking cigarettes then I do not anymore um, but I was outside I was outside and I was smoking cigs and um, and Peter Krause was like ah man I remember those things you know and I was like <laughs> he was like hey man you know you should you should Stay in this, man. Stay, stay with it. It's and I was like, is it worth it? Because and he because you see Peter Krause, especially in Parenthood, and you're just like, man, you're just like a guy you feel like you can have a beer with, like a really a, a man's man, but yeah. not like a surly man, like just like an accessible kind of guy. And I was like, well, you're not an asshole at all. I thought everybody in Hollywood was, you know, kind of an asshole, right. or at least like a secret asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. had yeah. a secret asshole up their sleeve to pull out, you know, <laughs> right, when, right when they were at dinner and you're like, excuse me, can I have your autograph? You're like, fuck off. We just got the dessert. Um, so, yeah, no, he was, uh, he was really encouraging, and I, I probably wouldn't have kept going as hard as I would. Uh, and then this last year, uh, I got to do this great new a AMC show called... Um, uh, Lodge 49, which uh, stars this guy, Wyatt Russell, who was in this really great episode of Black Mirror, um, where they like have the the house, uh, like that the spiders come out of the house. And yeah. Like, you yeah. pull it out at the very oh, end. He was yeah. sitting in the chair the whole time. Yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, I play like a con man, uh, British guy uh, in that. And then I got to do a, a, a movie with Julianne Moore last year. And like, uh, and uh, and I, this other and that's called Gloria. And that'll probably be on the festival circuit next year. And then um, Peppermint with uh, Jennifer Garner, which is kind of like her John Wick. I'm getting like it's mm -hmm. kind of like like Jennifer Garner. So her's is, a badass. She's a badass. She's saying the f word and she's killing a lot of people. So holy like shit! Like an adult version of Alias. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I play uh, a homeless man with PTSD. So it's kind of like cool. it was a stretch for me. Wow. I love I love getting to put on other people's clothes. Yeah, yeah. I Just get thinking that. about. Maybe yeah. we switch shirts. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you Maybe and Mike. just pants. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody do can see. It, do it. <laughs> All do right. It. Hang on. Um, what about... Um, They're on. When, uh, when, when you were doing... Um, when you had to go and do like... 
uh, you were doing a lot of stuff with, with the band. You'd have to go and do award shows. You have to go to movie premieres. You have to go to all sorts of different types of stuff. What's, I'm not crazy about that. What's shit. the stuff you don't like? Like, what's the thing that all you of that dislike <laughs> the most I, of those things? I think those kind of gatherings are either like real, you know, like they either yeah. go they're like super fun or they're extremely taxing in a weird way where you're like, I don't want to be around people tonight. I don't yeah. want to sit through a two-hour movie. I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Those, everybody thinks that that life is like sort of a lot of, uh, it's just like as fun as it is pictured, but sometimes it's sort of like you feel out of place. You feel like like you shouldn't even be there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I realize it's a part of the cell, but yeah, I mean, those are, as much as everybody thinks that that's a comfortable thing, being in that void of, uh, you know, the other side of the iris like there's kind of a weird displacement that you get when you go down the old red carpet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm up for it. Sometimes I literally am like, man, I feel like a roly poly that is like a, just <laughs> rolling in a child's hand. <sighs> wow, that's some that's some word pictures for you. Yeah. That's good word pictures. <laughs> that's good. Like, We're writing a you song. Could, right you guys now. have any crayons? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we could totally do. <laughs> that. Let's go. I love that. Um, all right, let me take a look at some of the. Look see at some, some questions the from the people. Let's from see the what people. Some of the people have to say. Um, you look like a green man. Oh, uh, uh, one one person. Um, You're the skinniest Hulk I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 um, uh, the one the, here's a fun one. Uh, Rusher loves Logan Henderson forever. Oh, says I know what they like. He is from Rock Band. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. From Rock Band. Yes, Man, Rock Band, Band was oh, awesome. Great job, guys. Great job. Um, rock Band was awesome. Uh, you have a lot of Russian oh, fans? Here, uh, yeah, no. Here's another one. Does uh, this podcast get translated? Oh, no. No. Uh, no. That would be awesome to hear your translated selves. Oh, yes. Uh, well, you especially the intro. His TV oh, yeah. show used to be translated into like a bunch of different countries, and I remember the German one sounds really angry. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's a question for you. This is yeah. from Tas Nova. Mm. Tas Nova asks, potatoes or tomatoes? Ooh, ah, as much as I love tubers, I think I'm going to go with tomatoes because pasta is king. Yep. And you can't just have pasta without tomatoes, or else then you got, then you're then you're broke. I mean, cream sauce. Yes. Then you're yep. eating ramen, aren't you? One hundred percent. Cream sauce. Cream sauce. Cheese. I mean, cream yeah, sauce. But, mac but and you cheese. Need... Come on. That's pasta. Ah, uh, yeah, technically. Technically. <laughs> craft. That's craft pasta. Is uh, mac and cheese an Italian dish? No. no. I don't think so. No. All right. I was about to say. Alfredo, I was like, Alfredo, maybe. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take a cream sauce. Alfredo, okay, yeah. here's another question. Um, this is from Alfredo for 300, yeah. please. <laughs> uh, like I'd like to solve. This is from Jacob <laughs> underscore Storm. Uh, whoa, he, whoa, yeah, whoa, aggressive name. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob Storm asks, um, do you like being called daddy? I get daddy oh. a lot now that our, especially being Rejects fans, people are still discovering our music. So I'll post a picture and I'm like, hey, wow, I look, uh, I look like me today. You know, because we always mm-hmm. have this mental picture of what we hope we look like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. look, there's a perfect amount of shadow yeah. across yeah. my face. I look <laughs> like me. And I get daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and daddy. I'm like, well, you know what? That's a yeah. thing they do on the it, internet. That makes me feel compromised. Yeah, I'm like, well, daddy, little- is that it? Sometimes you're like, I don't know the inflection there. Is it like yeah. daddy? Or is oh, it like daddy? Daddy. Or daddy. Um, or daddy. daddy. Ing- I'm Ingrid, disappointed in the way yeah. you look, oh, daddy. daddy. Ingrid <laughs> underscore jizz. G-Z-Z. That's the pronunciation. Do you speak any Spanish? And can you say something to people in Spanish? Un poco. 
Uh, <laughs> we, that works. That was a little, right? I think that was a little. No, you could have just said I no. try to communicate to, to people, both. and it's really, um, yeah, no, a little. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. That's fine. It's, I'm not good at it. Yeah. But I, I did go up to Spanish, too. And when I am in a, a Spanish-speaking country, I, I often try. You're in Los Angeles. Is, this is yeah. Spanish-speaking country. Totally. Uh, <laughs> Maddie underscore three one four seven six says that's her bank uh, code. That's like her ATM <laughs> code. Like those people are those people. Are Maddie okay. says people tell me I'm a daddy all the time, but that's because I have five kids. Oh. Well, so, you're a hell of a daddy. You're a great daddy, and I appreciate that about you. Three and five seven six. That's his child support payment every month. All right, we're gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna end. We're gonna end. Bye. This okay. one. All Bye, right. America. And then we're gonna. I'm gonna move Russia. on to, oh, to the Twitter. We're gonna do another. We're gonna go up here. Which platform? Facebook now. We're gonna do Facebook Live. Oh, Ooh, Facebook Live got Facebook some heat Live. tracking on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> The ticker's showing Facebook Live is going to be a better jump. It's a better <laughs> yeah. jump. It More is substantive, substantive questions. Yes. Yeah. People yeah. are like, green or blue? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly. That's, yeah, that's, that's always a little... Pears I have a question or for peaches. You. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Over, under... 20 tattoos. More than 20 tattoos? Oh, no, no, no. Under, yeah. Under? Okay, yeah. how many what, do you have? What tattoos uh, do you have? Like 12, maybe. Uh, okay. They're all on one side of my body. I tried to conceal And on your hand. And on my hand. These were party tats. This was when I moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. What, what tattoos do you have on your hand? Uh, I have a piece in the crease. <laughs> you got a piece in the crease? <laughs> I got some... Uh, some might try to draw a bird, but it looks like a stick figure skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. And then one... F- like, I call this like my distorted Stonehenge because it's... um. It's one for every record that my band's put out. Oh, and uh-huh. then this is this is for when I eventually have children. I can now do. Oh, you can do a face. I am a little Red Riding Hood. That's fun. It's the it Mr. Wenceslas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. I love it. That's, so that's that. You did, uh, uh, what about when it comes to uh, okay. these? Okay. Will totally. keep you from yeah. working at Blockbuster, though. I'm afraid. I know. I know. Not. I know. Don't worry. I, sometimes I put makeup on them to feel like I'm pure. <laughs> before you start, before you got married, um, did you uh, did you date any other uh, people in in the anybody music industry or actresses or TV? Famous people. Uh, no, like I mean nobody. Nobody of uh, there was of, no one out of writers. No famous exes. No, 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 no. No, I wasn't that cool. I, I, I totally, yeah, I was, was like just, a, I was, was too weird. I, I, yeah, it's like, I, I remember one scenario, okay? Yeah, please. I'm at Covell, the wine bar on Hollywood. Yeah. Heather Graham's over there in the corner. Oh, yeah. And she mm-hmm. looks bored as shit with whomever her date is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, very, very single. This was like way before, almost like a month before I was <laughs> like, you know what, Adam Duritz is a, is an yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, uh, I look over and we make eye contact and I'm like, it's Heather Graham, but yeah. but that's like Heather Graham giving me that give me that raised eyebrow, Get in the eye. Whoa. and she dismissed the dude kind of like a little bit and like all of a sudden, you know that window where the gradual eye contact and then the secession following, mm-hmm. but take it from attraction, attraction. I bet I gotta look away. He's creepy. He's still looking at me. Yeah. Uh, is he gonna? Is he gonna just look at me until I leave? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm fucking leaving. And then literally, as she walked by on the way out, I was like, <laughs> and I remember reaching out to my agent, going, "I saw Heather Graham, you know, at CAA, and I was like, you know, I was like 26. I was like, I saw Heather Graham last night, and she was totally giving me a weird, like an eye. You think you could like hook that up?" 
<laughs> no response. Like <laughs> nothing. A twenty-six-year-old me going like, yeah, Heather Graham, you know, uh, well, Judy Moody in the Bummer Summer. So okay, I got a question for okay. the three of us. What can we do to be more cool? Because you're a cool rock star, and we're oh, dude, not. I'm a hermit, man. I don't think there's any. Uh, there's then any. We're doing it right. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. You guys are right. At posting up at Genghis Cohen, waiting for <laughs> waiting for the the flood of awesome to come in. Uh-huh. Oh, but but for the and people out not- there. Chase your dreams. Well, <laughs> uh, why don't you tell people five things they can do to be cool? Because you are uh, you're very, cool. Uh, Tyson, cool. you're very cool. You're very you cool want me to guy. get okay, you okay. Be yourself. Whoa, there we go. <laughs> love, yourself. Your love yourself. Love <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Embrace cliches. Love on yourself. Love on yourself. Experience sexuality, because comfort in that is a really big thing. Um, and then uh uh, do role playing with your friends. <laughs> pretend they're girls. Pretend you're a guy. Whoa! D- oh, and kiss yeah. your hand. So, oh yeah, remember oh, that? Okay. That Learn still works. Your kiss your hand. Kiss your hand because kissing is like a deal breaker for most girls. Totally. Because I'm so not Practice cool when you said hand. role play with your friends. I was like, well, I did that as an adult. I had a weekly Dungeons and Dragons game for like a year and a half. Yeah, no, no, this but isn't about twenty-two not, sided die. No. Uh, here's a here's an interesting question for you. Uh, this is something we were talking about earlier today. When it comes to uh, ice in a glass, what is the best ice? I'm gonna reference a place called Sonic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they they have aerated ice. They're the tiny, ice. small pebbles. You people would call that crushed ice, but it's yeah. not. It's it's it's, it's Tiny peas. It's smaller than the coffee bean, which is it's, pretty good. It's coffee beans close, smaller. but it gets too hard. Sonic it's got is a crunch even better. Yeah. Sonic is like breaking lace. Uh, the uh, in, uh, okay. No, it's, I, it's I would something. go to the, the snow. Sonic little tiny snowballs yeah. that yeah. small little dwarf people, yeah. smaller than dwarves, mm. little little elven creatures were packing for all day softly just by throwing ice yes. on top of piles into little yeah. molders. That's the correct answer. It's yeah. Stephen, beautiful. Stephen, is he right? What's yours? He, uh, it was, yeah, it was, uh, well, the correct Cru- answer. I don't, crushed ice, but that, that is. Crushed ice, but that is but pretty damn anywhere. close. That is yeah. pretty damn close. What yeah. do you I, like, I will take that. Like, what, you like getting a chew? Uh, you know what I you like? like a chew. A little, like, a little bite? Yeah. I like a, yeah. one of the, one I like of those a pussies that likes a chew, is that it? I like a nice big block of ice that I just, Slam my head into uh, <laughs> Beefmaster. Until I've, I've fallen asleep. <laughs> Ripping phone um, books. <laughs> here's a uh, here's a good one for you. Uh, another another question that uh, we were asked on the on the internet was um, for uh, for you was uh, who is the worst celebrity you've run into, and who is the best celebrity you've run into? It could be anyone ever. They could be alive or dead. Could be the same person at different times in his life, and you don't have to answer this. No, I'll <laughs> no, answer. answer. I'll answer because it was by fucking proxy. There you go. Clay Aiken would not let us ride the elevator with him <laughs> at the fucking VMAs. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You want to know why you didn't get voted as a governor, Mister Aiken? It's because you don't think about the little people on the way up. <laughs> Literally, literally. <laughs> That's right. That's a fantastic answer. That is a great yeah, story. So, 
fuck that guy. Wow. <laughs> Is that, has that been told? Have you told that story a lot? Or ah, oh, man, that was a that was. I feel liberated, man. That was really cathartic for me. I think I'm actually yeah, going to sleep got better that tonight. Because yeah. we I'm might, actually sweating after telling. I'm going to call TMZ. I just got like a little bit of a sweat. We're going to call TMZ and get this story covered because that's awesome. Break it. Break it. It's a great breaking story. It's a great story. Taking on the mafia. What he just did. Yeah. Totally. His bodyguard was. I mean, if it was just him by himself, we would have laughed and jumped in with him. Yeah. Right. But there was a bodyguard there. Yeah, Ruben Stutter would have let you ride the elevator with him. People, people, fucking, yeah. fucking people, a, man. Yeah. Uh, people are gracious. loving that story. That is a fucking fantastic story. Yes, Clay Aiken got a lot of thumbs up on that one. Clay yeah. Aiken, if you're listening a to the show, flurry of invisible thumbs flying through the air. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you be so disrespectful? I got. I want to bury the hatchet, Clay. Anytime you're ready, you come on this show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Come and on, then, uh, so. I'll, you, you, be, I'll be here in the green light waiting. You come to yeah. Genghis Cohen. Like the fucking Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It's such a weird, weird situation. Yeah. Clay Aiken. Burn. Oh, this woman here wrote, Clay Aiken is my cousin. Uh, well, uh, well, Cindy. Tell him he's an asshole. Why tell can't your... I ride the elevator with Clay Aiken? <laughs> Tyson Ritter from All American Rejects has a real uh, problem with Clay Aiken. I don't, and, I don't uh, smell. I didn't smell in that moment. It, I was dressed nice for the VMAs. You yeah. smell very good. Good. You smell like yeah. a nice oak. You have a nice oaky smell. Thank you. I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> well, there we go. That I'm makes more sense. Um, makes sense. Okay, now who is the best celebrity you've ever met? Oh, the best celebrity I ever met. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I mean, honestly, Adam Sandler was uh, the nicest guy. He invited me back to his every every year they did this Happy Madison uh, Christmas, Christmas party. party. Yeah. I, I went and sang with him like two or three years in a row and. It was awesome. They they always rehearsed and we had fun. And he was just like, I mean, what's that guy got to be mad about? Yeah. But to I, you know, but everybody says Chevy guy, Chase yeah. is a complete pile. Yeah. So it's like, what does Chevy Chase have to be mad yeah. about? But obviously things. So yeah. Um. So Adam Sandler was yeah, really really generous and gracious. My favorite. Absolutely. Next to you, Stephen. Uh, my my uh, lovely uh, little sister just typed in here. Uh, Tell Tyson that he killed it on Parenthood. Is he going to continue acting? And the answer is yes, yeah. yes, yes. And that you uh, yeah. you just finished a movie. I am. And if you watched last season of Preacher, I was uh, Jesus and Humperdoo, um, which a lot of people probably wouldn't get that that was me because Humperdoo has a completely disfigured face and stuff. That I was like, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite, uh, you know, sort of camps is that the the preacher the preacher camp. They're great people. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and hey, uh, uh, sister, I I told him all about everything. I told him about the band about and, Ben Harper. I about told you touring? Uh, ben Harper and the touring and, and, and your girlfriend and the book singing and with the you. Girlfriend singing. And, I will say, shit the, where you eat. That's dangerous, sweetheart. Be yeah. careful. All right, don't. They're don't. very good. They're very good together. They're I'm really, sure you are. You just make sure you get your time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's another. We got another question for you. Um, it is uh, winter, spring, summer, or fall. Oh, I think I'm a winter. Are you? Yeah. You feel color wise as well? Like, do you feel like a blues? Are you a blues? I'm a. I'm a, blues f- I'm a yeah, I'm a bluesy man. You're a bluesy man. I'm a bluesy man. You're a bluesy man, uh-huh. and you like the winter. It's nicer than the summer because in the summertime. Well, we live in L.A., man. It's always summer. I it's hate it. Summer no, here. it's been freezing. Oh, oh. for a week. Days. That I was, can't. That I can't was amazing. It. It's been great. I can't handle my space heaters. It's been great not sweating in my bed for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it's a. You know, it's been cold to the point where I just go. I could go out or blanket. 
And then I just blank it. But see, right. you, ha- you have a cold oh, weather body. Antiques, I Antiques Road Show it. So good. Are you watching yeah. it? You watch Antiques Road Show? I watch Antiques Road Show. I also watch the America's oh. Pastime Hour, which is uh, Jeopardy into mm-hmm. uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Oh, which so America's good. Game. By the way, Pat Sajak, I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter. His Twitter game is so righteous. <laughs> what? He, it's insane. He you is know, like, he's got quips. They're not all singers, but when he hits great. a home run. Ken Jennings, 73-time Jeopardy champion in a row. Fantastic Twitter, right? Follow well, Ken Jennings. Probably, I mean, the guy's probably got a lot of, lot of like really, wit. He's, he's a really bright guy, and he's quick. Yeah. He's quick. He's Jeopardy. It's yeah. all about the button. Uh, yeah. I, you know, it's my favorite thing about Antiques Roadshow. By the way, is um, is not having sex. Yeah, it's not having sex while you're watching <laughs> Antiques Roadshow. Oh, we've got to wrap things up. Yeah, uh, yeah we're flying over, but it's cool because we're. I love you. God, you are so green. <sighs> Look how yeah. green I am. It's full on. I am all <laughs> great the and great <laughs> and terrible. <laughs> Um, I'm the not jelly green. I'm the jelly green shrink. You are. Um, look, this has been so much fun. Where can uh, where can people find you on the internet? And where are you live next that people get to see you in person? Uh, man, we're playing. Um, I think April. F- 14th at in the University of Pennsylvania with Charlie XCX. Um, yeah, that'll be then. That's the reject show. Um, you can see me this year on AMC's uh, Lodge 49, which is a brand new show that'll be coming out. And uh, at Tyson Ritter is my handle, as, as the people as who need say to be held say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me ask you something, too, and I'm just going to throw this out at you, just so that you know, for the future, um, March 10th, and then I believe April, what's the April show? April, you know, Matt. April 21st. April 21st. March 10th, April 21st. Uh, these, are, these are the the live, that's when we do the live nighttime show at the Hollywood Improv in front of 250 people. Oh, I bet that's fun. It's <laughs> very fun. And we've had a ton of famous guests like Tom Green and Nick Swartzen. And nice. um, uh, Craig Robinson was last mm-hmm. month. This month, it's Billy Gardell and, from, uh, Mike and some other, from Mike and Molly. All oh, sorts nice. of great people. And people perform. They do stand up. And then we'll have special guests sometimes show up and uh, and do a song or screw around or, you know, do nice something weird we always have a live band uh at the at the show so they can learn stuff if ever you want to come fuck with us and oh hang man out, that sounds like a guess you can you will always be welcome to come and screw around with us on stage it Much is obliged. it is the closest to the jazz night at the w, w that, that we talk like where yeah. the audience you look in the audience at times and you're like oh my god there's a, a gold medal olympian and there's uh <laughs> the, the, there's a there's, ca- Maroney, there's the American cast of New Hero. Girl, and there's wow. the, there's this yeah. and there's that. Like we've had so many amazing people just show up to like yeah. hang out and watch the show. So if ever you're down, wait, to was come she Olympian us, before she came? Yeah. Oh, I thought it'd be cool if like it was after, and then well, she was like, like, "Well, now we can't get her to come." But yeah. obviously, yeah. the curling team is yeah. totally showing up. Oh yeah, they're in Minnesota, or they would. Matt Can you Matt curling. Hamilton? We didn't even get to touch on the Olympics. We'll save it for next you, month. Yeah, yeah, we'll save it. We'll do it. Um, you're fantastic, uh, Mike. Pleasure. Where can people find you on the internet? I host a podcast called The Power Pals. Uh, Are you promoting another podcast? Yeah, Goddamn right I am. I do whatever I want. You son of a bitch. Well, fuck you. We need <laughs> listeners real bad. Uh, all right, that's fine. Nerdy, dirty comedy. And uh, I'm also on all social media at Mike Black Attack. And the podcast that you're on also besides this is? Uh, the Power Pals. Yeah, it's a great show. 
<laughs> it's really Power Bottoms. Sounds real good. Power Bottoms. Real sweet. Also. Real fresh. <laughs> yeah. Also a uh, podcast. Matt, uh, where can people Power find bottoms. you? You can find links to everything at funnymat.com, or if you were annoyed by me, please let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. Uh, you can always get me at Stephen Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. We uh, always try to have wonderful and incredible guests. And and literally having uh, Tyson having you on the show has been a, a treat for a, me, my it's friend. It's a dream come true. Oh. You're such a sweet guy. Uh, thanks again for everything that you do and that you've done. And I can't wait to do more fun stuff with you in the future. That the sounds best. like fun yeah <laughs> you're the best thank you all right buddy uh thanks guys and don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave comments and share 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 bye